All right, well, we'll start from the scripture we've been studying, 1 Corinthians 11, 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner or so, he took the cup. When he has supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man, but let a man, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation. What a word. Damnation. So this bread and wine can be a tremendous blessing, or it can also condemn my soul. Because when something is damned, that means there's no recourse. Hallelujah. So I guess that's why America said when you say damn it, or D-A-M-N, so some of you won't come and start fooling with me after church and say you cursed. So they're saying it's a curse because you are saying that that thing, <laughs> you're saying the person is useless and they're condemned. But the Bible uses the same word. It says you drink damnation. So when you see this bread and wine, so you know it's not a playful thing. It can bless you, can also damn you. I'm covered by the scripture, so you can't say I'm cursing. <laughs> All right. Now watch. And not discerning the Lord's body. Not discerning the Lord's body. Now watch. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we will judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Lord, I thank you once again for your word. We receive it by faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so, this is one area of warfare in all of our lives. It's a warfare because the snake wants all of us to be in church and end up losing eternally. So he conveniently helps you forget the scriptures that should convict you. And then when those things are brought to you in church, the tempo is not as exciting. But when the promises are preached, we are screaming and we are excited. Hallelujah. So... <clears throat> I need to help you understand some mysteries about God. This is how God operates. 
at least from my own little experience. God will correct you privately. You say you repent. And then he will correct you privately. And then you say you repent. Then he'll correct you privately. Then you say you repent. But then when he sees that this issue is going to cost you your soul, then he will go public on you. And when he goes public on you, you think that somebody is doing it to you. You don't know that it's the same one you're praying to that's doing it to you. God will never allow your stuff to become public. Except you've exhausted the grace of the secret place. He says he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you. And when the Bible tells you that Joseph was a just man, you see, he said he's faithful and just. He was a just man because he thought about putting away Mary, you know, quietly, privily. I don't understand this, but I can just ease on out of it. But in the process of easing out of it, I am not going to make it a public matter. And he uses the same word to say that God is faithful and just. Meaning, he will not tell your business. Until it becomes an issue where he has to tell it to save you. Because he knows that you can handle him, but you can't handle people. So he enlists the aid of people to help save you from the hand of the enemy. And one of the things I've noticed in this kingdom is that through the years, things will be happening and God will be showing me things, and I'll be telling people that, and they don't even, they, you know, it's, uh, what, are, what do I call it? You know, they say ignorance is bliss. They're at rest. They don't think there's a problem. And then when something happens, they're so surprised. I said, but I was warning you. You see where you're seated? You see where I'm standing? So I can see all of you and on top of your heads. Because I am higher than you. Now watch. If I then come up here, hallelujah, now I'm seeing a whole lot more than I saw when I was. So the reason God gives someone spiritual authority is that he moves them up where they can see farther than you. So whether it makes sense to you or not, the best thing you can do is to keep your mouth shut. Now watch. He said that the reason you would drink damnation unto yourself is that in your faith, in your Christianity, he said you don't understand the body of Christ. Remember, I've been teaching this. You see, most believers don't understand the body of Christ. That's why you treat God's people as enemies. That's why you're operating cliques. That's why your natural family is higher than the body of Christ. But he said, this stuff will damn you if you receive it. And you don't understand that the person sitting next to you is part of Jesus. That if you embrace 
any of these Mickey Mouse American stuff that you're going to drink damnation to yourself because the Lord Jesus then will be at war directly against you. And I took him out here and I showed you that cancer is when a body part turns against the body. So whenever you, you are out of order, then God can't use you. Now, if you go in the restroom hmm, and you see a commode, it says out of order. What does that tell you? You can't use it. As soon as you get out of order, your ministry ends. Your fellowship ends. Nothing will work. That's the way this kingdom is arranged. And I told you that God corrected me on this. And he said, listen, being an onozo is more important to you than being my son. And I had to make that correction. I keep preaching it. Americans don't understand that. They say, that's my family. Which family? You only, they say there's only one family. Hallelujah. With God the Father. Amen. And the family of God on the earth. Amen. He don't have a family in hell. Amen. This the natural one you're talking about is not recognized. God gives covenants to these natural families for you to receive the blessing of Abraham on the earth. But the only family going to heaven is the family of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Until you are converted and you see your brothers and sisters as fellow heirs. Hallelujah. Joint heirs with Christ. One family, one blood, one kingdom, one nation. Hallelujah. That's when you secure your eternal destiny. Any other thing, you're going to shipwreck. going to shipwreck. That's the first thing. The second thing he says, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. But now watch. He said, but when you are judged, that's when it goes public. You see now, you are given time to judge yourself. But if you don't do it, then they will help you out. Are you following? He said, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. But when you are judged, he said, you are chastened of the Lord. Amen. Why will the Lord chasten you? He said, you, so you will not be condemned Amen. with the world. Amen. God does not want you to end up, eh? you're saved, you're filled with the spirit, you're talking in tongues, and you end up with the unsaved. Amen. He said, he doesn't want you to be condemned with the world. He wants you to make it. Hallelujah. Come on. You ought to celebrate him. So in order to guarantee that you will make it, he will chastise you. And I've said it through the years. You don't want the chastisement of the Lord because you're not going to like how he will do it. Through the years, I've seen people keep paying lip service to something and they will not repent. They will not repent. They will not repent. And then one day, God sends the bulldozer. And everything is rammed. Nothing works. Problems everywhere. But this current church, not Resurrection House for All Nations, this current church in America, they don't want such words preached. It's not preaching and people start feeling heavy. 
How was service today? Mm, it's okay. <laughs> but this one is much more important than that God will bless you because this secures your eternal destiny. He said, God judges you so you will not be condemned with the world. One day, I was meditating the word, and the Lord asked me, do you know why I took the children of Israel through the wilderness? So I've learned from experience when I'm asked a question to cut the journey short, I quickly say, I don't know. Why waste time? Just the fact that he's asking you a question means you don't know the answer. That's why. <laughs> so I don't attempt to answer. I said, I don't know. Why? He said, now, they were the children of Abraham by lineage. But they had nothing that looks like Abraham in their, their spirit. So now watch. Watch. You carry a covenant of promise. But when God looks at you and he sees that the person he would dispossess to give the blessing to you is just is sometimes even better than you. So then he will put pressure on you not because he hates you but because he loves you. He's trying to get the blessing to you. But being a just God, he cannot dispossess a man who is better than you. He has to change you. So the way he looks at you, he sees a new man. That's better than the unsaved. Hallelujah. Come on, are you following what I'm showing you? He said they were just, they were Egyptians. And they were only Israeli by name. So I have to take them through. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, he said he suffered their manners. In other words, he was training their manners. When children are growing up, what are you training? Their manners. They start crying, you beat their behind. Because they're throwing a tantrum. Of course, Dr. Dr. Sparks told you that you will injure them permanently. <laughs> And they asked him, so where would the children get this value from? He says that they will get it from within themselves. Right. You're right. <laughs> Who taught you how to lie? <laughs> Here, you are still in your diapers. Did you take the candy? Mm-mm. <laughs> but you are sitting on it. <laughs> huh? Haven't you seen babies that are still in their diapers all of a sudden a fight breaks out? Where did they get that from? Where are you going to get the value from? He said, foolishness is bound. He didn't say it existed. He said, it is bound. In the heart of a child, he said, but the rod. So look at what the Lord said to me. He said, the grown-ups don't know that you have to become a child to enter the kingdom. And the same foolishness that's bound on the physical child is bound on the spiritual child. And the rod of correction is what drives it. You might be saying, well, I'm 50, I'm 60, I ain't a kid anymore. But look at how you're acting. Amen. You're still pouting like this. 
You are still, mm, come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting some help. I didn't expect this much help. Oh, Lord, I celebrate. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Watch now. He said, he judges you so you will not be condemned with the world. While the preacher is telling you, oh, you're saved. You know, once saved, always saved. You, you get it made. You say, no, but the Lord is not listening to the preacher. Amen. Come on now. Amen. <laughs> he said, he corrects you. He disciplines you. So you will not be condemned. Now, in the several weeks I'll be talking about this, I will show you exciting promises made to those that God can correct. That, that part is so exciting to me because when God starts correcting me, I know there's something around the corner. He's saying, son, I have to beat your behind because what's ahead of you, you're going to end up disqualifying yourself. Hallelujah. That's a big blessing around the corner. That's a breakthrough around the corner. I can't let you stay like this. I love you too much. I have something. Hey, I have a blessing for you. No devil will take from you. And I'll do whatever it takes to get you there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You need to thank him this morning for his chastisement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ought to celebrate that you will not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah. You're not going to end up with them. You're not going to end up like them. Huh? Glory. Proverbs says a child left to himself is an embarrassment to his mama. He can't be left alone. But there is no place in the kingdom of God for rebels. You won't make it. You remember, we studied this on Wednesday night. But as I came in and they were singing, he told me, put, put it in this message also. Look at it. I think we read it in Hebrews 13. Okay. One to go. Obey them that have the rule over you. And? Uh -huh. Watch. Stop. You notice? He says, your job is to obey them that have? That means that somebody has to have rule over you. There's nothing to debate. That means when they tell you to do something, you do it. If you don't do it, you're in rebellion. I don't know who you're praying to, but the one you're praying to, this is what he said. If somebody doesn't have a rule over you, then you're a rebel. And no rebel can find a kingdom. He said, now, I didn't finish it on Wednesday, but he told me to show it to you. And finish it here in this service before we get to Wednesday. Watch. He said, the reason you obey them is because they watch for your soul. They're not playing politics with you. Amen. They know what God requires. Amen. 
Watch. As they that must give account. That's what's amazing to me. That believers don't believe the Bible. He said that I will give account for you. God will ask me about you. He said, I must, you notice the must, give account that they may do it with joy. And he's telling you now, I told you we're taking an open book test. We will be judged by the Bible. There's nothing else. This is the exam. And he said, you should act in such a manner that when God asks me about you, that I should be excited to talk about you and how you serve God with me and who you were to me. You don't want God to ask me about you? I said, okay, Lord. Now you know. He says that this account may be given with joy and not with grief because that's not going to profit you. If somebody cannot tell you something in this kingdom that God gave authority over you and you obey, then you, your destiny is questionable. What a way to begin this week. One of those rarities in the kingdom of God today. Chastisement. Who talks about chastisement? Who is even willing to be chastised on anything? My experience has been that whenever you chastise anyone, they leave your church. This generation is like what Jesus said, children in the marketplace. You pipe to them, they won't dance. You mourn with them, they won't mourn. It's like they want everything in their own terms, like teenagers. They want to tell you how to correct them how to stand, what tone to use, and all of that stuff before they think it's okay. But God said, if I'm not able to chastise you, then you are a bastard to me. You are not my son. And we have a kingdom of bastards in this generation. Can't correct them, can't teach them anything. Because the Holy Spirit grants us access to God, we believe we are authorities unto ourselves. And yet, chastisement is the way to the blessing. It's the way to a covenant. It's the way to dispossess Satan of your soul. The centurion said, I am a man under authority. I say to my servant, go, he goes. To my servant, come, he comes. No man escapes these things. And, and, 1 Corinthians 11, as we are studying in this service, he says, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. But when God waits for you and then you don't do it, he said, then he has to do it so that you will not be condemned with the world. So for all the people running from chastisement, you are running the risk of getting condemned with the world. And no, I don't care what you're church doctrine teaches you, but you have to get the entire counsel of the word of God. Yes, when you are truly saved, you are saved. But if you refuse to submit to God after salvation, 
as it has been correctly pointed out, he says, submit to God, then resist the devil and he will flee. But if you, as the preacher said in the message somebody was telling me about, if you don't, if you have unconfessed sins or unforgiveness or any of these things, and then you're trying to resist the devil, he will laugh at you. But then when you willfully refuse to submit to God, his word, or to a duly constituted spiritual authority that God has given, then you're wasting time resisting the devil. He will not flee. Chastisement is a blessing as we progress into this message. I will show you 10 powerful reasons to submit to chastisement. It's all in the word of God. You would deliver yourself from 99% of God's people on the earth today that cannot be corrected. I saw an elder, you know, let me put it that way so I will not reveal the whole thing, refuse to submit to me because he's older than me. And then went as far as cursing me. Wow. Terrible things came out of this. Don't let it happen to you. I know that many of these pastors themselves are rebellious. I had a guy and his wife saying they, that God told him to submit to me, but they're busy dictating to me instead of submitting to me. They're practicing their religion on me. And then finally, when they took themselves out from under my covering, and one day I had an unction to call them, and I discovered that exactly what they had done to me, somebody started doing it to them in their ministry, and they thought that this was something unusual. I said, God is showing you who you have been. Of course, never heard from them since. <laughs> it's so funny. I said, and then you're a bishop over people. I said, who made you a bishop? It's incredible what is going on in the church today. Are you going to hear the word of God? Are you going to repent? Are you going to turn around and receive the blessing from on high? This is a lone voice in the wilderness crying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. You will discover that your life will be filled with the glory. Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain shall be brought low. The crooked path shall be made straight and the rough places plain. Your life will be filled with the glory of God. Are you going to do it? Are you going to stand with us for Gloryful USA? Are you going to stand with us in the reclaiming of America? Amen. May God help you do so. Amen and amen. Remember, the Conquest 2023 study materials and message, log on to the website provided on the screen, you know, pay your registration, and then download them. It will be a tremendous blessing in your life and in your ministry. Get my daughter's CD. Amen. Let there be light. It's all on the music platforms. It will be a tremendous blessing. If you need prayer, call today, 770-994-3777. Amen. Put your seed in the ground. God will bless you and multiply your seed so in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we declare. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What a great way to start this week. See you tomorrow.